readings in Luke chapter 1 verse 30 through 32. This is the first Sunday of the church season we call Advent. Advent is a time when we wait and get ready to celebrate the birth of the Savior. The Savior is Jesus. We light the first candle of Advent today. We light the candle of hope. The prophet Isaiah told God's people to have hope a Savior was coming. That Savior was baby Jesus. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David.
praise and thanks for all things in heaven and earth. We ask your blessings upon our tithes and offerings as we give with a free heart for your work. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Turn your Bibles to the Romans chapter 15. I was going to read verses 1 through 7 and, and chapter 12 verses 4 through 16. We then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak and not to please ourselves. Let every one of us please his neighbor for his good to edification. For even Christ pleased not himself, for as it is written, the reproaches of him that reproacheth thee fall on me. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Now the God of patience and consolation grant you to be like-minded one toward another according to Christ Jesus, that ye may with one mind and one mouth glorify God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Wherefore receive ye one another, as Christ also received us, us to the glory of God. Uh, I just went through it verse by verse, just trying to explain it. It's the way I... It, what it meant to me. Uh, we that are strong to bear the infirmities of the weak is to help those that are sick because an infirmity is a mental or physical weakness, whether it be old age or whatever may be wrong. And those of us that are strong and working should help others. Uh, every one of us to please his neighbor for his good edification I think we are to help our neighbors to learn about Jesus and to learn how to do what's right uh, to help them morally improve or just improve in any way that they can For Christ pleased not himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of them, the reproaches of thee fell on me. 
I had to do a little looking and thinking on that one, and Rosanna helped me look that up, and I decided that that meant that Jesus died for our sins. The sins of others uh, fell on Jesus, and he took them for us. And he lived his life poor so that we could be rich. And he never seeked wealth or glory or fame. And was never, when someone reproached him, he never reproached anyone else. And a reproach is an insult or expressed disapproval to someone in an angry way. Whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning that we, through patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. <coughs> that the scriptures were written for us to learn by, that we should take time and be patient in learning them and reading them, and that they give us hope and comfort and are our guide for life. Now the God of patience and consolation grant you to be like-minded one toward another according to Christ Jesus. That we should we should treat others as Christ would. Uh, care for others to just let other people know you care for them whether it be strangers or not, if you meet someone in need to help. Because if if you meet a stranger and you're nervous about helping, their spirit will present itself before long. You'll know whether they're uh, a crook or going to try to hurt you or not. But that's a chance that I'm not saying we necessarily should take, but sometimes maybe we should. That you may with one mind and one mouth glorify God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. That this uh, reference to chapter 12, that one mind and one body, and that Verse 4, for as we have many members in one body, all members have not the same office, that many of us working together to glorify God as one. And I'm going to read chapter 4 through 16 of chapter 12. For as we have many members in one body, all members have not the same office, so we being many are one body in Christ and everyone members of one another. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith. Uh, Or ministry, let us wait on our ministering, or he that teacheth on teaching, he that exhorteth on exhortation, 
He that giveth, let him do it with simplicity. He that ruleth with diligence, he that sheweth mercy with cheerfulness, let love be without dissimulation, abhor that which is evil, cleave to that which is good. Be kindly affection one to another with brotherly love, and honor preferring one another. Not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer. Distributing to the necessity of saints, given to hospitality. Bless them which persecute you, bless and curse not. Rejoice with them that do rejoice, and weep with them that weep. Be of the same mind, one toward another. Mind not high things, but condescend to men of low estate. Be not wise in your own conceits. Uh, the church being many members, but serving one body, and all having different gifts, each one it talks about is whatever your gift is to do it well and to do it correctly and do it in love. Uh, <clears throat> I noticed that in it talks of abhor that which is evil and cleave to that which is good. There's so many things today that Nobody abhors evil anymore. It's just accepted that that's less and less seems evil. But things haven't changed. What was wrong years ago was wrong today. Uh, and to cleave that which is good to that which is good is to chase after it constantly, to surround yourself with good, and to keep the bad things away from you, any temptations and things that don't seem too bad, but have them out of sight because if there is a small temptation there that you can start to think that that's okay and then that can lead to other things. And before long, the things the things you used to hate that was evil might seem okay now. And uh, verse 11 says, not slothful in business. Uh, that can literally mean business, I think, but in daily life too. You should honor your word in everything you do. Uh, for example, in business, if you are wanting to sell something and you make a price and then you realize just after you said the price that you forgot something or you really underpriced it. You shouldn't back up. You should uh, stick to your word even though it will cost you at least now in dollars. Because you'll live even though if you lost the whole thing, you'll live. You shouldn't be lazy in business and not following your word to the letter. You should always do everything you say you'll do. And if in doing so, you should remember that when you ask something of someone else that you would want them to do the same way, that you wouldn't want them to be lazy or short you. (coughs) 
In verse 14, it says, Bless them which persecute you, bless and curse not. It is very hard to bless others that anger you or persecute you or do your own. But I always remember Granny saying it would heap coals of fire on their head. And vengeance is the Lord's. And I remember in Job, Job was asked, God asked Job, do you do well to be angry? Anger doesn't benefit anything. But just remember that they are another person, and just as you're a person. And I like one more verse in chapter 15. Wherefore receive ye one another as Christ received us to the glory of God. Which is what I read about in verse 5, I believe, was to love others as yourself, to love others and receive people as Christ receives people. Uh, Because like I said, their spirit will present itself fairly quickly. And even the worst people in the world are able to receive Christ and receive the same gift that we have. And that's about Do you have anything to say?
Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the young people, Lord. We pray that you bless, bless their families and watch over them, Lord. Give them travel mercies to and fro. We know that, dear Lord, you come and you saved us. You saved the lost. And we know, dear Lord, thy blessings. And we pray those blessings upon our people here at Persia and all of the churches all over the world, dear Lord, that are meeting this morning in honor of you and worshiping you in spirit and in truth. May you go with us now and lead us and guide us through the rest of our lives in this day. In Jesus' name we pray.